Gambo's secret word is coming up this afternoon at 520. And you better pay attention to it, because with that secret word, you could win our grand prize. A pair of lower-level tickets to the Cardinals' home opener against the New York Giants. Plus, hotel stay, round-trip airfare, and a pair of tickets to see the D-backs battle the Yankees in the Bronx. Catch Gambo's secret word this afternoon at 520 on the Burns and Gambo Show. So you got something you tell us, Gambo? How do you say it? And take a bite out of the Big Apple with Arizona Sports. Listen to Burns and Gambo weekday afternoons at 520 to win. Luke Lipinski back to tell you about Twin Peaks. The sports calendar does not get much better than this. Football is here for real. A couple great games this past weekend. Wild won the other night in New York. Should be a showdown in Philadelphia tomorrow. We're already back to football. That's the best part of this calendar. It's just football every night. College is in full swing, seeing some great performances out west this season, finally. Look, you could refresh the scores on your phone all day while you're out doing something you probably don't even want to be doing. Or you could go to Twin Peaks, call some friends, watch all the games on their wall-to-wall TV so you don't Miss one second of the action. And while you're there, you could enjoy their entire menu made for MVPs, loaded fries, wings, bunch of different sauces to choose from on the wings, ribs, burgers, flatbreads. They got that meatball skillet, nachos. I could just sit here and read off the menu for the next like hour, but I'm making myself hungry. Whatever you're looking for, Twin Peaks has you covered with the great scenery they're known for at five convenient valley locations, including the new one in North Phoenix. So never settle. Stop by and experience the lodge mentality at Twin Peaks. The Chicago Cubs visit Chase Field for a weekend series starting September 15th. Get your tickets today at dbacks.com. Announcing an exciting new weight loss medication proven to work. It's called Revelex from Red Mountain Weight Loss. Revelex contains the FDA-approved drug semaglutide. But unlike other semaglutide meds, Revelex reduces side effects while you lose up to 15 pounds per month. Revelex gives you full-strength semaglutide at half the price. And it's a tablet, so there's no needles, just results. It's available only by prescription and only at Red Mountain Weight Loss. Dial pound 250 from your phone and use keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. If it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Even though that's an old adage, it's still very true today. And it's especially true of your old 401k. I'm Jeff Jr. with Trajan Wealth asking you to get that old 401k in sight and out of the company you no longer work for. But don't roll it into your new 401k. That could be one of the worst things you do. Of course that's easy. But when has the easiest way ever been the best way? Instead, call Trajan Wealth and learn about all of your options, including a way to earn an upfront bonus of up to 25% for your future income just for rolling it over. That's right. You could earn up to a 25% bonus for your retirement income just for rolling that 401k over with Trajan Wealth. Don't roll that 401k into your new company plan. Don't do it without calling Trajan Wealth first. Call 480-990-3300. That's 480-990-3300. Guarantees are based on the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Heads up, sports fans. Dan Bickley here. And if you are looking for the ultimate game day snack, Sonic has got you covered because Sonic has made buffalo chicken dip portable. Juicy chicken, buffalo sauce, and melty cheese all stuffed in a golden brown shell, crispy on the outside, creamy on the inside, perfect for football. The Buffalo Chicken Dip Bites, just $2.99 for a limited time only and only at Sonic. Made to shine. Real stories from Shane Company customers. I was 20 years old, stationed in Hawaii, and two weeks before I was deployed, I met the love of my life. 
The second I returned, I bought a cheap ring at the base exchange and proposed. Fifteen years later, I went to Shane Company and got her a one-of-a-kind ring with a pear-shaped diamond. It's the ring she deserves. Shine forever with Shane Company's hand-selected diamonds, as unique as your love story. Shane Company, fine jewelry since 1929. Don't let prostate cancer sideline you. Early detection can save lives. Talk to Arizona Urology Specialists about getting screened. Arizona Urology Specialists, personal care for life's most personal issues. Visit ArizonaURO.com or call 602-887-2160. Hey, it's Gambo. The New York football giants are making their way to the Valley, and we're giving you the chance to see them battle the Cardinals on Sunday. Just listen for my secret word at 520 today on the Burns and Gambo Show. All right, Max is uh, efforting his way here, and I can sympathize and empathize if traffic has anything to do with it today. Well, not only that, too. When you're 6'8", 335 pounds, base it's just walking through your day can be problematic. How would you know? You're not 6'8", 345 pounds. I talk to people that are. Okay. It's interesting. We're, we're both going to talk to a person that is in that range in a couple minutes because he's walking in here. I mean, think about it. Nothing is made for you. <laughs> you are abnormal. Yeah. I, I. You are the anomaly. You'd have to duck every time you walk Everything. through a door. Yeah, chairs never just, big enough. Yeah. I don't even feel like chairs are big enough for me at sporting events. It's kind of like on the outside of our house space underneath. We actually have this this light. It's a, it's a light that lights up a, an area, of course. And... You know, it's, we hung that thing probably at about six four, six feet four inches up the the pillar that it's hanging from. And you know, if Max were to walk by that thing, he'd whack his head he'd right out. It right out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So things aren't made for you when you're six eight, three thirty five. Well, we've got a studio made for Max, and he's going to be here in just a few <laughs> seconds. But got a uh, lot of room over there. Before, before we get before he gets here, um, just going back to the Cardinals in general and their results from uh, from week one and and what they showed us. The the fact that the Jonathan Gannon is coaching against the Commanders in Week One, the Giants in Week Two, the Cowboys in Week Three. I mean, talk about the three teams he is the most familiar coaching against. I don't have the stat for this because I don't even think like Elias has this stat. But that's pretty <laughs> weird, isn't it? To step in and the first three teams you coach against are the ones you're most familiar with from your your time in the NFC East. We talked about this very briefly in the middle of a different conversation yesterday, Wolf. But do you think that is any sort of advantage for the Cardinals? I think it is an advantage. I don't think it's a massive advantage. That's fair. You know, I do believe that Jonathan Gannon, of course, and Nick Rollis, because they were in the NFC East last year, um, yeah, I do believe. There's no doubt about it. They know the Giants. They feel pretty good about the Giants and the personnel. And not only that, um, they also coached against Brian Dable. So um, I, I do believe it is something that is helpful. It's not going to be the end-all, be-all. It's not going to be the determining factor in this. Well, any advantage you can get right now, right? I mean, this because is, that can actually work against you, Luke. No, I don't want it to work as against much after as it can work. Yeah, as much as it can be something that's good for you, you're you're familiar. But you know what happens, basically, is familiarity breeds contempt. Right? You know the old saying right now. Many times, if you are familiar with somebody, it can actually work against you because that person knows, you know me so well, I'm going to do something completely different. Now you got a problem. Like you when you start doing producer notes for the show? Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Arizona sports, the local sports leader. He played tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Max Starks. Max Starks. Nothing. Nothing much is going on. Everything is good. The world is great. Tackle Max Starks. Alright, I'm to believe that Max's headphones aren't plugged in. They weren't plugged in at all. <laughs> they weren't plugged in. Because you were just looking music. at me and I did no. not hear anything, and I just realized <laughs> these weren't plugged in. Well, you know, it's so one of those you, days. Were you in the car right now listening to us as you were in? I did hear did what you, you said. And yes, life life is not built <laughs> for me, Wolf. You're <laughs> absolutely right. correct. Yes. Um were but you, it was traffic, Luke. Okay, the traffic bother, is the worst right now. Did it bother you that I said three thirty five? No, it did not. Okay, it did not. Aspirational. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like me to say 350? No, no, I'm not that, though. I I was closer to 45, but I I, I aspire to be a 335, so I appreciate it. (laughs) I just like that you walked in and you had your own entrance music. Yeah, exactly. I had my walk-up music, but I didn't know I had it. It was in my head. That would explain why you were looking at us like, why are they both just staring at me? You were just staring at me, and I'm like, I put the headphones on, I'm like, I don't hear anything. And they're not st- talking. Am I supposed to say something here? No, no. It was just an old-fashioned uh, stare-off, I guess. Max, uh, just your uh, your initial thoughts after what the Cardinals did defensively, but also didn't do offensively in that opener against Washington. Listen, I, I was I was actually really surprised and excited about what the defense was able to do, considering what was on the Washington side of the ball and what we were expecting Washington to come out and do, establish the run early, you know. Big plays, Terry McLaurin and company, and Jahan Dotson. And, you know, you really thought that there was going to be this kind of offensive explosion and defense was going to be catching up. But no, defense held their own. And, you know, the offense looked like the offense. I mean, we kind of talked about this last week, right? We kind of went through it that it was going to sputter. It was going to have issues because you had a guy that's starting for you that did not have any training camp experience. He did nothing with this team and trying to figure it out in live action, in the fire of it all. So, I mean, kudos to the Cardinals. I mean, they, they gave the fight. I know there's no moral victories in football, so yeah. it goes in the L column. But I think for morale, for team continuity, you have something to build off of. And that, that that's a positive, and that's a, a huge win for the Cardinals. And not only that, though, Max, but you know this right now. Individually, you can get better in a loss. You yeah. as a player can get better in a loss. I I would even say collectively, you can gain confidence in a loss. Yeah. You knew. Listen, um, the defensive line, by way of example, and how well they played. Just specifically, that room, how well they played last week against the Commanders, of course. Um, that is a room that I think needed a little bit of confidence. And that is a room that can take some confidence from that game. So, you know, once again, the whole moral victory thing, I, I totally understand that. Of course, not in the NFL. There are no moral victories. But, man, you can get better in a loss. And I thought some of those guys got better. Yeah, and, well, and I also think they got the reps necessary. Because at the end of the which day... Which is how you get better. Which is how you get better. you do well. And... 
you can now you now have tangible tape. I can now go back, look at, examine what I did good, see what I need to get better at, and then now I know where I stand because now you are a representation of what you put on film. And so there's a lot of growth that can happen as long as it's done in the creative way and, and the right way of looking at it. You don't beat yourself right. up too bad right. about the loss. And, and, you know, and the coach doesn't beat you up saying, oh, my God, you should have done this, you know, and get their tells you the truth. Truth serum is good. Yes. Truth serum is always good. But you have to measure it when you know it's such a new team together so you can't you can't treat it like you've been with these guys for six years <laughs> you know <laughs> so there's a measure of I'm still figuring you guys out and you're still figuring me out and we're going through this journey together so let's make sure we don't overemphasize the wrong things but we also emphasize the things that are good because I do need to build you up because I need you to go out and play this week and we got a tall task in front of us and I don't need any doubt in your demeanor or your mindset well it was interesting too Dennis Gardak talked about this how they have that defensive rotation with you know Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rollis were that could potentially pose issues to an offense just because it's a different guy trying to get to the quarterback or a different guy stepping in there on, on defense to make plays. We're going to get into this a lot more. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. When we come back, uh, NFL landscape altering injury on Monday night. What was Max's reaction to Aaron Rodgers going down mm. with the Achilles injury? Maximum football continues next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Starks, Max Starks, Maximum Football, with Wolf and Luke. All right, Max Starks is here, and Max, we're going to talk a little, uh, we're going to go around the league, but we're going to just focus on New York right here, because... <laughs> yeah, we're going to go around the league just stay in New York. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go around the league, we're going to start New York, and we're not getting past that. Yeah. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers injury on Monday night, look, I I said this on, on Tuesday, I don't care about the Jets one way or the other, but it's frustrating, it's disappointing, it's disheartening to see that four plays into the season. It's not like he's ever been on that team before. I mean, I was to the point where I wanted to see what the Jets look like with that defense and Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall back and Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. I think really I just feel bad for Garrett Wilson. I think that's yeah. what this all is. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers feels bad for Garrett Wilson. Because yeah. <laughs> he go to the Lions and says, sorry, kid. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can still throw to you from the sidelines. I don't know. Hey, I, I can warm you up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I have to stay stagnant. So make sure the ball comes right back to me. I can't <laughs> I can't go left or right. <laughs> um, that's that's the sort of play that alters the entire landscape of the NFL, depending on how high you were on the Jets. I mean, they still won that game, too. So just yeah. with your thoughts coming out of that game. I mean, just really how incredibly deep that defense is for the Jets. Wow. They are they are absolutely monstrous. Um, I and, think they might be the best defense in the NFL. Yeah. If you told me that they were going to be number one at the end of the year, it would not be a they shock. They get Dallas this week, too. I, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think there's a handful of teams that go into that category. I would put the Jets there. I'd put the Cowboys defense there. Maybe San Fran and as Sa- well. And San Fran, I know, I know, yeah. But uh, I think it's really about the... And all the three, city. And, and it's funny. For as much offense that the AFC is going to have. Isn't it funny that you put one AFC team and like two NFC teams are my top, yeah. are my top three as far as defenses? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the, Jet, the Jets, I mean, played incredibly gutsy football. Zach Wilson 
still look like the Zach Wilson from a year ago. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Garrett Wilson had to play defensive back and almost intercept the ball from the other DB to get that touchdown uh, for them to, to really catapult them over the top. Uh, I mean, hold on, though. Tough. On that play, that, I mean, that's one of the best catches I've ever seen. That might be the best catch because what you just said, he had to play defense first and then catch it with one hand. Yeah. I know everybody looks at that Odell catch from like eight or nine years ago, and that's right there. But that, yeah. that catch on Monday night was pretty good. No, nah, it was it was a heck of a catch. I mean, it's probably one of the best I've seen. I mean, that one, the Tyree catch in the Super Bowl yeah. out here in Super Bowl 42, is, I put it up there. Um, Antonio Brown, the helmet catch that he had <laughs> where he yeah. caught it with his hand in the helmet. I, I still think, <laughs> yeah. though, going back to Zach Wilson, I, I yeah. still think, though, that he didn't get a lot of reps in practice, I would imagine, right? No. Didn't get a lot of reps in practice. Can you imagine? There he is. It's Aaron Rodgers, everybody. Look, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's running out with the American flag. Where's Play, the bald eagle? Play yeah. four. <laughs> he goes down. Yeah. Yes. Play four. And now, Zach Wilson, here you go. The season's yours, kid. He had to be bombarded with all these thoughts right now. You know, I I hear what you're saying. Yeah. He did look like Zach Wilson. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm going to give him a little bit of leeway because that had to be, he had to be working through a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, he worked through a lot of stuff mentally, but. This isn't new to him, the offense. You know what I'm saying? Some of the weapons are brand new. Um, but <laughs> sad to say, same offensive line. Uh, oh, I mean, you do have Brees Hall still back there in the backfield with you. And you did go through an entire season last year with these guys, minus uh, minus the first two games of the year as he was coming off that injury. But, you know, a lot has been made about, you know, Aaron, 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 Aaron. And that has to that has to get on your nerves, right? When you were the incumbent quarterback. Oh, you're not playing. You're yeah. not gonna play. What do you think? It's Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, it's like, hey, you're not gonna play. Hey, you're just gonna Oh, be the you backup. are playing, and not only are yeah. you playing, you might be playing the entire season. Yeah, because at that time they didn't know exactly. He went to the locker room, limped off. That's what I wanted to ask you right yeah. there. When you saw it, what did you think? Did you did you think Achilles? Because I, I did immediately. What did you I, think? I thought I, I thought he it was either Achilles or he popped a calf. I thought it was one of those two. The calf. You could yeah. see the actual calf shake. Did you yeah. see the tremor? So so I thought it was one of those two when I saw it. And I was like, this ain't. This is not good. This is not good. Right. And when he got up and then had to go back down and then had to be helped off with two people, I was like, that's not just a strain. <laughs> then he got off the cart. Remember? I know. In yeah. the hallway, he got that's, off the cart, and that's when I was like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. That's yeah. what I thought, too. I thought, yeah. man, he's, he's getting around okay. It's not his Achilles. Because he wasn't seemingly backing it up. And he didn't yeah. look like he was bummed out, either. So, yeah. you know, that, that well, kind of made me come off. I wonder my, if that was uh, post uh, dark room. Yeah, well, that's uh, meditation. Right. Yeah, he's very well, even. Maybe, yeah, you know, he's very even now. Maybe, too, you know, when cameras weren't on him, he licked a toad and suddenly yeah. felt better. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just, hey, just, just ate some mushrooms. Mushrooms are good for you. They're herbal. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you just max, knock it off. Shiitake. Hey, Shiitake, baby Bella. You, you got Wolf to tell white, somebody white, else white to knock it mushrooms? off and not me. Yeah. This is huge. Uh, here, this is RG. 
three from Get Up yesterday says uh, Rogers isn't done. He loves to fight. He's a fighter. This guy loves to prove people wrong. He's 39, uh, Foxy. You know the body starts breaking down once oh, you yeah. get up to that age. But the way that Aaron Rodgers thinks, he's like, you know what? Maybe I don't want this to be the end of my career. He always said that it wasn't a swan song this year, right? He was going to play for multiple seasons, maybe even more than two. This injury, I think, could do one of two things. It can push him 100% to retirement, or it could re-energize him even more to say, I'm going to come back and get it done, even after Achilles, when someone, some people think I can't. You know, look, Rodgers has gotten weird the last couple of years. I don't think I'm breaking news there, but I I would hate to see his career end on that play, Max. But at the same time, this is not something where it's like, hey, you're back in six months. Like this, how long did it take some of the NBA players to come back from this? It's like close to two years, depending on on who you are. uh, It takes an elongated amount of time and a lot of perseverance mentally. Um, Because that injury, of all injuries, right? You can't get around. You can't move your foot up and down. Yeah. <laughs> you can't bend your knee and then take that weight of your whole body leaning from side to side as you're walking without your Achilles. Like, you can play without an ACL. Right. You know? I yes. mean, we know plenty of guys that have played without ACLs. It hurt a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it hurts. <laughs> I mean, but you do it. Suck it off. Your brother. Your brother has no ACL, exactly right? right. <laughs> That's right. So, you can get by it. I haven't had my my labrum was torn back in 2005. Yeah. And I still haven't gotten that fixed. Right? You can play without have the Achilles though? Yes. Okay. No. I've got to ask you this right now. Have you ever heard an Achilles rupture? Have you ever heard the it? pop, the snap? <laughs> yeah, <heard> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh it is. my goodness, you can't even believe it. I mean, it, 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 it I mean, it almost oh. sounds like if you took like a really big rubber band and also snap bamboo at the same time. I gotta tell you, man, it is it is a creepy sound base, Ernie. I mean, yeah, I'll say it, a gunshot from from miles away. Okay, miles away, not close, obviously, but it is loud. In the fact, you can actually hear a tendon. It's not just the Achilles; it's also the tendons. They yeah. pop when they rupture. The, the fact you can hear it when well, you're out there playing a football game. You're trying to drive somebody into the ground, and there's a lot of that going on in your imagine. You can, you can hear it, man. Yeah, it is bizarre, Max. Um, I just this is a little bit off topic, but you've had a torn labrum since 2005. Yes, is that like on your to do list, or is that no, no, it's not. Just gonna roll with this because do do with that? it takes a year. <laughs> it takes a year. And do I want to sit there in a sling for a year? No, like this. He's such an offensive lineman. I am. This I put, is a I, listen, butt god thing. I, right I, here. I put I put a gator cuff on it after it happened, and I played the whole season not be able to go past here. I was like, listen, if I have to go up here, <laughs> yeah. That means I'm on my ass. <laughs> you don't have like, to as an offensive like, yeah, lineman anyway. Yeah, I should. I, all my motion and everything when I'm hitting guys should be all within here. And the gator cuff kept me there. It was a cuff that it was a cuff that went over your bicep, strapped across the front of your chest of your uh, of your shoulder pads, and then you put your pads over it. And that was the restrictive motion to make sure that you can get to a point where you were overextended. Now I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't sit there and do any overhead presses or anything. But at that point in my life, I'm like, I'm not doing as many overhead presses. I mean, I'm using some 
Olympic lifts was usually light. But yeah, to this day, I mean, that's as far up as I go. <laughs> so. Well. And I, I and you know, I'm good with that. Care. When you're six I'm not eight, going on fear factor. Why do I need how to hang you need to reach building, anyway, Joe Rogan? If you're, if you're six you know? eight, you're, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I can uh, still reach the top shelf of everything. You have to reach down to reach it anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right, we come back. What does Max want to see from the Cardinals when they face the Giants in Week Two? He'll tell you next as Maximum Football continues. Next, it's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Oh my arm. Hi, right, welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke on a Wednesday afternoon. It is maximum football, though. Max just walked out of the studio, so now it's minimum football. That's all right, though. He's walking around the studio here. He's walking around the station here. Here he comes. In the snack room. That much I'll guarantee you Wait, right now. And what, when you're six eight three thirty five, you have issues. We, do we have a snack room? Because I would like yeah, to we check have it a out. Snack room. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know where the vending machine is. Yeah, but there's not snacks in there. What do you call those? Things? There's well, they're they're behind glass. So I call that. I don't know. <laughs> playing with food. my emotions. Yeah, paid food. That's yes. right. Well, and okay. It's not easily accessible. Usually, you go in that room and there's food that you can't have. And Wolf looking around saying, who didn't fill up the coffee? That's what that room is for. No, exactly. And the vending machine. Ah, see? Is not refrigerated right now. Okay, you got a little something. Well, they just put it in there. No, they did. No, they did not. (laughs) (laughs) This thing, I guarantee, I'm like one of the few people that drinks this. So there is no way that that, oh my god, we're all out of these, and we had to just fill it up. No, it's warm. Why are you not identifying what it is that you're drinking? It's a product. We're not supposed to. It's a product. We're not getting paid for this. Well, I once again, Max doesn't even work here, and he knows this. Say what it is. You just have to say, hey, that's not payola. Pop. Oh, it's a pop. It's a pop. It's a pop. Is that good? Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Nobody calls a pop here. Who, 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 what do you call it? Soda? Soda, of course. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, I, I thought, you know what? People in Beijing call it pop. Max, don't listen to Wolf. L- l- listen, first of all, that, that means we're talking about Beijing, Michigan? Because <laughs> my mom's from Detroit, <laughs> and she calls it pop. <laughs> Beijing, Vladimir, Michigan. Yeah. Vladimir Putin says it's pop. All right. I, know, I think he says it's popsky. We are. Or something like that. <laughs> pop off. Well, that's, that, that's a cheap vodka. Anyways. <laughs> Week number two of the season yeah, is coming up, go. starting tomorrow. Nothing to see here. <laughs> and, you know, again, Max was going down the right path, and Wolf's like, let's see where we can steer this. The pop. Cardinals get the Giants on Sunday, and uh, based on what you saw in week one, Max, and I know, unfortunately for you, you had a lot of San Francisco 49ers football that you had to watch, um, but you know, but just, I did see the Giants game yeah. against the Cowboys. Maybe, maybe that's so. it. Maybe just based on what you saw <laughs> yeah, from really. the Giants, what are the Cardinals in store for on Sunday? Uh, well, they're going to score points, and obviously the Giants defense can't stop people from scoring points. Sure didn't <laughs> look like it. Yeah, no. Um, no, I, I think I think it's going to be a good challenge. I mean, for both of these teams, um, you know, the Giants are going to want to rebound after a very, very disappointing, dismal performance. Um, but I think they, they have some keys. I mean, defensively, you're going to need to bring that same vigor that you did against Washington because 
They still have Saquon Barkley. Yes, yes, Saquon did not have the impact that we were thinking he was going to have. Daniel Jones was getting tossed in the dirt. In fact, that one, did you see that one picture of Daniel Jones where he just had nothing but like those rubber pellets in his face? Yeah. And looked like he was trying to like do his own makeup. I mean. That's what stinks. Yeah. Rub, rubber pellets when it used to be dirt, Basin audience. Yeah. Dirt flying in your face and getting in your mouth guard. And then when blood would mix with the dirt in your mouth guard, it was you just, just gritty. chew on. It just, just gritty. felt like gristle. Just, you know what? <laughs> felt like an animal. Yeah. And if ever there's one place where you want to feel like an animal, it's on a football field. Yes. And Dan Campbell would appreciate that analogy as well. <laughs> That's true. How do we know that? Do they, they play the lines? We got to get Dan Campbell on the show yeah. this year. But but you're right. I mean, it's it's one of those things where they were they were overwhelmed. I mean, you know, Dallas came out and they just were firing on all cylinders. And someday, some days, you know, the lucky rabbit's foot is is just firmly planted inside of you. Um, but you know, for this Giants team, they're going to react. This is a team that was in the playoffs a year ago. They upgraded a lot of their position. I mean, Darren Waller and company, you know, you're going to look at that receiving core and you know you've got some pieces to throw to. And I think they will be better. But if you're the Cardinals, you've got to establish yourself and establish the identity offensively. And that that includes being effective running the football and giving Josh Dobbs some options, you know, not just playing, you know, zone coverage and telling him to find his way in the windows, you know. Actually, have some teams step up, have to play the box, so that you can yes. get the man-on-man, one-on-one yes. situations instead of just too high the entire game. It's tough to throw for any it's quarterback, very difficult. No matter how good you are, to throw against cover two, cover four, right quarters where everything's fence coverage, keep it in front of you, and we're going to make you throw, you know, throw through the window. Quarter, quarter, half. Is also another one that's Or sucks. as Gene Stallings yeah. used to say, 41-46. Don't ask me why he would say that. But yeah. <laughs> can I just say also, too, you know, it's interesting when you talk about running the football. This is a New York Giants team that they had a hard time stopping the run last year. They did, yeah. as a matter of fact. And the Dallas Cowboys averaged over four yards a carry as well against them last week. I- I'm going to cram it vertical. This is my, guess what? Uh, the Giants don't have Jonathan Allen or Deron Per... I, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, just listen, they don't have... They don't have Deron Payne, and they don't have Jonathan Allen as two defensive tackles cramming it up. And because of that, I expect... James Conner would actually get the ball a lot in yeah. between the tackles. Well, and, and that's what I think. And that's where your that's where your life has to be. Yes, you have to live because you go outside. They have speed to cover the outside. You know, they have enough pieces that they can make your life miserable if you say, "Oh, we're just going to bounce it," or "We're just going to run wide," or "We're just going to throw nows." Like you need to actually go physically tenderize the ribs, right? Yes. You need to go in and soften them up so that you can get linebackers playing up a little bit more. And then now, now you get middle of the field. Now you get some catch and run with Rondell Moore. Now you can take advantage of a one on one if it is Hollywood Brown, right? You get some options and some relief there, but when they're not fearing the run yeah. and they can just say, we're going to keep everything in front of you because you're not going to get past us. Or if not, the pressure is going to get to you that we're not, that's going to affect it. That's when you're in a bad day. When they're dictating the fight to you, you need to go out there and dictate the fight to them. 
How would you, since you brought up Rondale Moore, how would you use him? Because I know it's just one game, and Drew Petzing seemed like he had a pretty clean plan for everybody on offense. But again, with Rondale Moore, it always just seems to be passes either behind the line of scrimmage or one yard ahead, and then hopefully this guy can outrun everybody. Well, I mean, I would love to see him in a little bit more zip motion. And I, I agree, middle of the field is a great place for him, especially in crossing routes, because his speed, he if you're passing off in zone, somebody's going to somebody's gonna mess up. Right? It's like the game of telephone. If we continually pass the message, somebody's going to mess up the message along the way. So why wouldn't I want to take advantage of that underneath stuff? And then you can run, can't say pick, right? Rub routes off of your tight Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Rub pick, routes. What are you talking about? What are you no talking pick. about? Yeah. And if your tight end just happens to run seven yards and turn around on a stop route See. and Rondell Moore comes behind him, Oh, it's just bad luck. He for just the happened to be there. Yeah. I don't know how he got there. But if you can utilize more of that, it's okay to throw the stuff behind the scrimmage when you know it's man cover. Yeah, right. But know. when it's zone, I can't throw to Rondell more, right? Because they have everything in front of them and they're passing it off is easier. But if you're running with him in route, trying to communicate and pass, that's a different story. So you have to use them a little bit more creatively, and you need to use double teams and a lot of. Action, rub action, to get him free because he's a guy that can get lost in the sauce, so to speak, and use your hide stuff I, behind what are you it. Doing yeah. to me right now, I, I am absolutely starving. There was a lot of barbecue yeah. references <laughs> suddenly in there. Yeah. Tenderize the ribs, you lost in the sauce. Tenderizing ribs, <laughs> yes. Rub and sauce. <laughs> I have. I know. I, 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 you know I, I think I'm trying to talk myself into what I'm going to lunch because you know, Lovis Barbecue is right over that right way. There Just, too. It's right down there. What, what is? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You've never oh, had it. You we have to talk about this during listen, the break. That's not payola. That's All not right. payola. Not yeah. There's nothing in front of us. So no, right. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, so you, yeah, yeah, I'm starving right now. And Max is over here talking about ribs. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad ribs you said something because I know sauces. if it was like a subtle message because I suddenly feel like I know how to use Rondale more on the football field and want barbecue. Yeah, and, and, know how to, and, and know how to go grill some, <laughs> some food right now. And I fully do expect that. I, I expect the Giants to line up and I think they're going to have a paradigm shift where they're going to say, let's see, We've we've got Saquon Barkley. Let's feed him the ball. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, I, yeah. I think they're going to do that. They're going to try to test that front six, that front seven for the Arizona Cardinals. I expect them to do that, and why wouldn't you? Well, there's no reason not to believe that because when you're like, okay, well, this team has always had an issue over the last couple of years, regardless of who's been the head coach, they can't stop the run. Mm-hmm. So why not go and see if we can make the ghosts of Christmas past, you know, become ghosts of Christmas present and see if we can actually go and hit them in the mouth and see if they fold or not. Yes, they had a good day yesterday, you know, the other day against Brian Robinson and company, yep. right? But yep. Saquon's not Brian Robinson. And he's a guy, we went through a whole lot of stuff to make sure he was on this team. And he was supposed to be a feature guy for us, along with Daniel Jones. So why not feature this guy? We've tried to feature Daniel Jones. It did not work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go back with the original plan of being a running team, especially when you know Andrew Thomas has the hamstring right now. And so whatever you have to do to shift and put guys <laughs> over, if Evan Neal has to go to left tackle, listen, Dennis Gardak and company, just be prepared to pin your ears back if you, and, and just stop the run at all costs so you can get into passing situations. Because even Andrew Thomas did not look as good. And if he has a hamstring, 
I can tell you, first of all, it's very, it, oh boy. it's very tough to pull fat as an offensive lineman. Just want to let you guys know that right out the gate. But when you do pull said fat, <laughs> and it's in the it's in the in, in the backside region, that is a tough day to, to brace to brace and stabilize um, as an offensive tackle against bull rushes and everything. It, it's a sensitive prospect to say the least. I mean, the best thing you could do is wrap it and go forward. In a run game style, that's how you kind of can save Andrew Thomas if he is going to play. Yeah, but that's going to be a lingering, nagging issue. And if he can't play, advantage Cardinals defensive line because now you know you have the fish spot, right? As your as your brother likes to call, it's like yeah. fresh fish. Yep. You know, you're looking for the fish on the line. It would be whoever's going to step in the left tackle, or even if Andrew Thomas is there because he has the hamstring. All right, we come back. Week one is over, and it was kind of a weird week. We're going to overreact to stuff next with Max Starks. Maximum Football continues. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. He played tackle in the NFL for more than a decade. Max Starks. Max Starks. Maximum Football. Please welcome, from the University of Florida, tackle Max All right, final hour of the show live from the Auction Community Studios. We're going to talk to John Bloom a little bit, too, because there's big John Bloom Oh, news. my goodness. Bloomer. Okay. Bloomer. Love you, buddy. But uh, Max Starks is here right now for Maximum Football. And the way we're going to do this right here, week one, we'll have some overreactions, right? Aaron Maloney's going to throw them out there, and the three of us are either going to we're either going to buy the overreaction or we're going to call it what it is, an overreaction. Okay. All right. And we haven't organized this at all. So who knows what order we'll go in. We'll just, I'll just talk over each other. Aaron? Get on your horse. Max, just imagine this. You're galloping across an open field. We're off to a great start. You know. We'll have Max go first. Okay, Max okay. is going first. There we go. And the then we'll have reason. Luke go next and then Wolf, and we'll see how many times Wolf messes that yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say, Wolf will not answer your question and he will go second each Alrighty, time. Alrighty, <laughs> starting with Tyree Kill will be the first wide receiver to win the MVP award. Ooh. If it looks anything like it did Sunday, it's going to be hard-pressed not to give it to a wide receiver. Because what he did on Sunday, torching the L.A. Chargers, they, I mean, or he charged them up, so to speak, um, was fantastic. And if Tua can stay healthy... I think that is that's a real that's a realistic possibility. I don't know if he's going to win MVP, but I think he might set the receiving record for a single season. If you set the single, you well, should be MVP. You should, but they go through every quarterback and backup quarterback before they look at any other position. Yeah, but that slant wheel concept they got going down there is tough. It doesn't look stoppable. No. I think it's definitely possible. Um, Tyreek Hill is such a freak. It's amazing to watch him. Um, have there been fast receivers in the National Football League before in the past? Yes. Yes. There have. None of them look like Tyreek Hill. None of them. Don't. <laughs> On a football field, it's truly stunning to see that. Yeah. So could he could he possibly win an MVP? Yes, he could. The Cowboys are the NFC's most complete team. <laughs> no. uh, Just answer with sounds. Yeah, exactly. With grunts and sounds. I, I, I don't think that. I think 
week one is 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 full of overreactions and teams that kind of catch other teams off guard. I still think Philadelphia is a very complete team. San Francisco showed us they are a very complete team as well. So I think in the NFC there there would be up for some debate. I will I'll still say it's San Francisco because Brock Purdy looks like he's he's real. Um, this pains me to say this though. I mean Dallas. I know it's just one week, but you know Micah Parsons is legit. You know that defense is pretty good. I don't trust them in the playoffs at all, but if we're talking about the regular season, they're up there, but I'll still say San Francisco and Philadelphia are more complete. Hey, Wolf, I mean, I think I have your answer. You do? Don't dismiss any uh, possibility. Uh, it's unlikely. <laughs> Just stop it right now. Oh, my goodness. I'm not ready to crown the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not ready to do that. I can't do it with the star. I can't do it because they only had 18 first downs last week. I can't do it because they only had 265 yards amassed last week. I can't do it. It wasn't like their offense was a juggernaut that scored 40 points. It was all three phases. Offense, defense, and special teams. The Packers were right to move on from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. Uh, well, as it stands right now, hindsight is twenty twenty. I would say yes, because Jordan Love actually finished an entire game, and Aaron Rodgers only got four snaps this season. But no, I think you eventually had to. I think the relationship deteriorated and soured to a point that there was no way it was untenable to get another year out of Aaron Rodgers. So you kind of were forced into this situation. I don't think it's a Russell Wilson, Denver, Seattle situation. But I just think that relationship over the last couple of years with Lafleur and with Rodgers, you needed you needed a fresh start. So it was it was right to, for them to do it. Yeah, I, think, I mean that's the key. Is I just don't think it was going to work anymore. And they almost looked like a team that was relieved to be on to the next phase of their lives collectively. I don't know Jordan Love. I mean he had good numbers. Who knows how good he's actually going to be? He's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. But I just think where where everybody was, it was almost inevitable. So yeah, I'll say it's the right move. Even even. Even if Aaron Rodgers won MVP this year for the Jets. You know, it's amazing to me right now. Can you imagine if Jordan Love does pan out? Can you, can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Three three quarterbacks in a row. You're up there in Green Bay, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now if this guy pans out. We have basically three quarterbacks over 40 years. You, you are going to be looking at a, a generations of Green Bay Packer fans are going to be like, why is this quarterback thing so hard to everybody? <laughs> What's yeah, Cleveland's yeah, problem? Yeah. I, can you imagine? Who are you, Tampa Bay? <laughs> so, right now, the jury is out, but Jordan Love had 123.2 quarterback rating, just for the record. Yeah. And by the way, if you're not a big believer in the quarterback rating, just go ahead and look at the top 10 every year in quarterback rating in the NFL. You'll recognize a lot of the names. It's funny how that happens. The 2022 Seattle Seahawks were a one-year wonder. Uh, I'm going to go with yes, now that you've lost both your tackles. Uh, And you got a 41-year-old Jason Peters. Jason Peters came into the league when I came in. We were in the same draft class. And he is Yeah, but he's not 6'8", 335. No, but he's 6'5", like 325, (laughs) and and he still moves like a dancing bear. Don't play for the Seahawks, but maybe you could go play for somebody. No, 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 no. no. I watched that that San Francisco game up close. Yeah. No. No, thanks. No. No, I'm good. I'm good. I like being able to walk. I, I I pulled my groin over the weekend, 
just doing like straight leg deadlifts <laughs> okay, with like light yeah. weight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm good. You I'm don't want to block Nick Bosa is what you're saying? I don't want to go against Nick Bosa. I don't want to go against Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, yeah. Dennis Gardeck, uh, TJ Watt, Alex High. I, I don't want to go against any of them. <laughs> you know None what, Max? You need to call me when you're out raking the lawn and pull your groin. Okay? You need okay. to call me when I, that happens. I twisted my ankle walking my dog, okay? It was, that was about just as bad. It's it just, just, just as bad. You could have stepped on the edge of a curb or something. No, I was walking on the sidewalk All right. in the middle. It was wow. bad. This, Raking this and you pull quickly. your groin. You were, you were doing How something strenuous. No. It was strenuous. All right. A, it, what I'm, are you raking out here, by the way? We're in the desert. That's what I want. He's just moving rocks around his front yard, basically. Making a Japanese Zingar? That, that, that's your first issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, Wolf didn't answer the last question. I don't even think I did either. We're uh, we're done, Max. It's always great having you in here, man. No, it's great being in here, too, guys. Is that it? Is Max done? Say, he's going to go drink his warm oh, soda pop, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Max. Thanks for making me even more hungry. Uh, hey, appreciate it. Hey, at least it's the last hour of the show. That's yeah, true. That's You're true. close.